True to You Radio. Direction. Delightful. Diligence. Divine. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Heart Dancing Radio Show where we explore and learn what it means to live from your heart, not your head. And for those of you not quite familiar with heart dancing, it's a process of unlearning the world's messages and remembering your authentic self. When you start listening to the world's definition of happiness and success, at some point you may realize that you're never going to be happy. You're never going to be satisfied. There's always going to be something more to strive for or obtain. Heart dancing is a different way of looking at your world and looking at yourself. It's a way to return to your soul, the source of unconditional love. And the heart dancing mantra is, let love lead. And you'll understand more about that as you join me in the dance. Love knows the way, you just have to follow. Heart dancing. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Heart Dancing Radio Show, where we learn what it means to live authentically, create deliberately, and dance with life. Remember, the heart dancing mantra is, let love lead. If you use this mantra in any situation, it will always lead you back to where your authenticity is, in your heart. And today, I am so excited. We have a very special guest Michelle Mayor co-creates transformational energetic shifts in women who are ready to make a bigger difference. She also assists women in dissolving limiting beliefs and energetic blockages. Michelle is a number one best-selling author on Amazon with her book called Embraced by the Divine, and she also has a very close connection to the angelic realms. Michelle, thank you so much for being on the Heart Dancing Radio Show. It's an absolute pleasure and an honor to be here, Catherine. Yes, thank you. And please tell my audience where you are right now. Okay, I'm in Melbourne in Australia, so we're really having a very international discussion here, literally on opposite sides of the world. Yes, and you're my second guest from Australia, and I am so excited. Never been to Australia, would always have always wanted to go, but what also fascinates me is the fact that you are not on my day, you're in the future. <laughs> exactly. I think I'm about 17 hours into your future at the moment. Right. And so It's all very surreal, isn't it? It is. It is. Um, so tell me, what do you see? What do you see in the future? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, for me personally, I saw a very hot day yesterday and another very hot day to, uh, today. So okay. I don't think you'll be worried about that where you are, will you? <laughs> no. If you could, though, just tell us a little bit more about yourself. I know that uh, bio that I introduced you with was fairly short, and you have so much more to share with the heart dancers who are listening right now. Thank you. Um, Yes, well, I've been doing healing work now for over 20 years. Um, I've been on a strong spiritual path for about 25 years, and I work a lot with the energy. I've, I've 
just taken to working with energy with hands-on healing just like a dr water it, it felt so natural it was about not learning skills um, but just remembering what i already knew and this has evolved over time so that now my focus is very much on connecting with divine energy bringing that through and uh, allowing the angels to often you know take over the the sessions and just do the work bringing in more light bringing in more love and that the healing takes place very quickly and very effectively mm. um, I do a lot of um, energy scans too which is something I've started perhaps more recently so in about the last five years and with the in partnership with the angels they tune me into what's important for that person to know about what's happening with them energetically for instance where they might be a bit bit stuck or blocked or where the energy is stagnating and and help to move that to clear that so that they can move into space of shining more light and stepping more and more into their their power so i've i've always attracted a lot of women as clients and in particular i've always attracted a lot of uh, gifted people and people in the healing arts that just seems to have been an area that I, I've just fallen into totally naturally mm. and of course you know I've had my book out um, recently which is all very exciting and all very different to what I was envisaging a couple of years ago yes 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 and that's what I'd like to ask you about is that contrast what were you doing before you fell into the energy work Oh, look, I've had a whole um, string of different careers. My degree is in science, so that's obviously very different to, uh, you know, what you think of the typical person in the healing arts. Um, I have a background as a psychologist. I've done lots of... Uh, training modalities but I also have run a number of small businesses so I've run very successful uh, cafes gourmet catering businesses uh, you know I've had a uh, I've worked in the, the stock market I worked in the immigration department big big you know all life experience so all training for what I do now that is so fascinating Michelle so with the science background that seems like that would be more linear more logical more left side of the brain um, and also the business the businesses you've been involved in as an entrepreneur and then obviously working in the stock market that's all left side but now energy work would you consider that to be more right side of the brain more intuitive more creative Oh, it's most. It is very, very creative. It's it's very intuitive. I feel that I have a good balance. I'm, you know, I'm out there doing a lot of stuff which many people would describe as being very woo woo. But on the other hand, I'm also very grounded. I spend a lot of time in nature, making that connection to to Mother Earth to remain grounded in the work that I do. So I feel with me, I, I you know, I've actually managed to get that balance between the right brain and the left brain which ideally is what everyone should have you know we're not looking to be just solely in one part of our brain it's getting that marriage you know between the masculine the feminine the intuitive the uh, and creative and the you know the more analytical aspects of us and I know you too have had that analytical background haven't you with law so you know you, you sort of get where I'm coming from well I, I both Right, I do. And I've felt for a long time that I was too one-sided, too left brain. And then I fell into the right brain and loved it and had so much fun. But now I've come back to center to marry both. As you say, it's much better to be balanced. Absolutely, yeah. Because that way you can achieve more in life and you can help more people. You can do the work in the best possible way with that, that balance between both hemispheres, both sides. Yes. And you can also hear when someone is too much on one side or the other, can't you? 
Oh, totally. I, I, I'm a very organized, very methodical kind of person and I struggle with people who are disorganized, who are perhaps too much, you know, in their, their right side, too creative, airy-fairy and, and the rest of it. I, I need the people to have that, that balance and that way we have a, a very good relation, a working relationship together. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I've run into that too. If someone's too far uh, into the creative and there's no form or structure, it's very difficult to move forward. So I understand exactly what you're saying. Um, one thing I wanted to ask you before we move on, when you were describing that you fell into your energy work and the hands-on healing, and you said it wasn't really learning so much as remembering, can you go into that just in a bit more detail? Okay, I think a lot of people who have studied healing arts modalities would, um, you know, are likely to understand this idea that sometimes we can learn a particular modality. In my case, it was uh, an ancient Egyptian version of energy channeling called Sekem that I happened to to come across that sort of jumped out at me and said, "Pick me, pick me to learn." So I did, and when I I did it. I learned, you know, the formal techniques, but it was just something about it that I know how to do this. So really? it was a trigger for me to remember what I'd previously known in, in, you know, lifetimes in ancient Egypt where I have a very strong connection. And from there, the rest of it, yes, you know, as I learned some modalities, it feels really natural and comfortable and others okay well that was great that was more perhaps an academic exercise but the the whole energy channeling it's just completely natural to me and of course for all kids up to about age seven they channel energy naturally it's not something that they have to learn it then really depends on the environment that they're brought up in as to whether that is a skill that is fostered and encouraged or whether it's something that is closed down and maybe is reawakened later Mm-hmm. What would you uh, tell our audience about channeling energy if they're interested in perhaps fostering that or encouraging that in their own life? Is there any practical tips you could give them? Look, a really, really simple way to start, which doesn't tie you into any particular energy channeling modality because there are stacks and stacks of them, is basically just go into a quiet place in meditation, can be out in nature, can be indoors, and just focus on bringing in light. Just play with it. Have the intention that if you could bring in light energy from the higher realm, source energy, God, whatever you like to to term the divine, and just bring that energy, draw that energy down and through the top of your head, your crown chakra, and let that energy flow down into your body, maybe even letting that energy flow down into your hands and allowing yourself to just naturally place your hands wherever they rest comfortably on your body, and maybe even noticing that that can allow the energy in your hands to feel warm. Now, that's the simplest way of channeling energy. So be playful. Don't go into it with, I've got to do this. I've got to get this right. Just go in with an attitude of, what if? What if I could channel energy? What if I could draw in light energy from the higher realms? What if I could bring that down through my open crown chakra and let that energy flow through my body and through my hands for healing? What would that feel like? So it's that childlike wonder and playfulness and 
bet that so many people will actually realize hey I feel that warmth on my hand so you know that's a really simple way but it's a really good way to start yes I love that thank you for sharing that so if someone were intent or um, said uh, decided to follow that and and practice does practice make it easier Oh, absolutely. Okay. Uh, I mean, when you, you start off in, say, a Reiki initiation or any of these other initiations into different levels of energy channeling, you get um, sort of openings. So, for instance, your crown chuck will be opened so you can connect to the energy to channel it. At first, I like to suggest to people so they get a sense of it visually. It, your channel will only be open a very, very small bit. The more you use it, the more it opens and expands, <coughs> pardon me, the more light you can draw in and the more energy there is available for, for not only um, you know, healing yourself but for working with other people. So it is the more you use it, the more you practice, the greater your skill level becomes. Right. Thank you so much. Um, one other thing I wanted to ask you, you had mentioned about angels and when did you first discover could you tell us how you first discovered that you had a connection with angels it probably started in a small way around about the time that i started my healing business which i was guided to call angel wings healing the name just came to me and i thought oh i like that that's good so anyway i registered that as a business name and then i burnt i made a little angel altar in my healing room and i burnt down a candle um just as a, a celebration of creating the angel altar is creating the healing space and the candle burned down in a way which completely defied gravity it completely defied any kind of rational explanation because the angel uh, the candle burnt down with these massive angel wings that spread out horizontally from the science of the candle it could not have happened by accident <gasps> there had to be something higher doing this now i saved that can in fact i've still got it i saved it for years and years never daring to dust it because the angel wings were so perfect and so complete um and finally, when it became too coated with dust, I did put it up in a cupboard, but I still have it. I treasured that because for me, that was a physical manifestation of being shown who works with me. And that has continued to deepen and enrich ever since. That is incredible. So the candle, instead of just burning vertically, I assume, it, it spread out into form angel wings. Yeah, it spread out to form two perfect angel wings. It started horizontally. Just imagining spread out wings, that's exactly what it looked like. And then the, you know, that sort of hung down on either sides, completely away from the main body of the candle, just like wings on either side. And it, you know, there is no way that could have happened by accident. It just, there was something much higher happening there. Yes. Yeah, pretty, pretty amazing thing. And did you watch it as it was burning that way? Yes, because it, it was quite a big candle so it was you know each time I do a session with clients I'd you know um, light the candle again and then a bit more would burn down so it was probably over the course of several weeks until it took its final shape but yeah it just blew me away oh I can imagine well um, have you had any other physical manifestations of angels being near like that 
Yes, many, many, many. And I know this is a short show, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't go into all of them. But the, I, I've, um, I don't so much see the angels, although I get little snatches of wings every so often that I see. But I feel their presence very strongly. And a lot of people that work with me feel or see the presence of angels as well. And when I've gone through really uh, difficult times in my life, which have been many, I've come, I've come to the realisation that all I need to do is ask to be held in the arms of the divine, to be held in the arms of the angels and wrapped in love. And I tell you what, I f even as I'm saying that, I'm, I'm feeling mm -hmm. that happening right now. I feel that beautiful, warm, silky, soft, incredibly loving energy that just wraps itself around me. So that's something I would suggest to anybody just because it's, it's beautiful to do. You don't have to be, you know, in the pits of despair or anything to ask for that. But to do this on a regular basis, to just to start developing a connection with the angelic realms just by asking to be held in love asking to receive an angel healing because the help and guidance of the angelic realms is always there for us we don't have to uh you know feel that oh we're not important enough or what we're dealing with it's not not a big enough issue for the angels to be interested in the angels are there for us you know they're always available to help all we need to do is just ask and we receive and that is so beautiful michelle because i know on my own personal life i forget to ask and mm, most people do and there's no reason why i forget but it's just i haven't made it a habit so i'm so glad you suggested that and i would strongly urge um, any heart dancers listening ask for help ask to be embraced by divine love ask to be safe and secure and that will make a lot of difference to a lot of people i'm sure I have a little visual that I share with people too, like, you know, the, the angels are upstairs, wherever upstairs is, and they're, you know, around a card table, and they're so bored, they're playing cards, they've been playing cards for ages, and they're looking down at someone who's really struggling with his or her life, and, you know, all stressed out and worried and, you know, frantic and panicking. And the angels look down and say, oh, when is she going to just ask us for some help? <laughs> and I think that gets the message across that, you know, we do not need to struggle alone and we are never alone. I can't emphasize that strongly enough. We are absolutely never alone. We always have help and guidance from the other side. Yes. And all you have to do is ask. Absolutely. I love it. I'm cheering right now on the other side <laughs> of the world. <laughs> That's wonderful. Well, listen, um, I want to hear about your book, Embraced by the Divine. That's a compilation of stories uh, from various authors. Is that right? Absolutely. Um, yeah, that, that was a very interesting way that I received the guidance for that because at the time that I received the guidance, I wasn't anticipating writing a book. You know, that wasn't even on my radar at that point in time. And I was just watering the garden one summer morning and uh, I suddenly got this really strong download and it was there was no arguing with this. It was just, okay, you are to write a book. You are to call it Embraced by the Divine. It is to be a compilation book written by women of a particularly high resonance and you are to hand select these women. And then there was, a, oh, and it's to be an inspirational book to show that no matter what challenges people are going through, they can turn it around and they can grow from the experience. So I'm sort of there with the hose, you know, draw dropped open, gobsmacked, 
<laughs> oh my god and so I just stood there you know uh, for a while and then I, I thought okay well if I've been selected to do this even if I didn't have that much faith in myself about my ability to do it I thought the higher realms do they've chosen me to do this work so I said yes and it actually wasn't something I could say no to it was just the way it came through it was you're doing this and I said to the angels I said okay you obviously want me to to do this I don't know how I'm to to do this how I'm to put this together so please guide me step by step through the process because this is not something I've done before um, so just make sure handhold me literally handhold me and step me through this so that I can create this book that you have requested and that's exactly what has happened all the way through and it was a very long and torturous journey with a lot of um, what I heard someone describe the other day as love gifts from the angels which is basically when you're being challenged to to stretch and grow into more of who you can really be so there were a lot of those love gifts along the way hmm. and, and that's it where's the book where can people find embraced by the divine I can find it on my website which is embraced by the divine.com or you can purchase it directly on Amazon and just type in embraced by the divine into the search bar on Amazon and it's available in both Kindle and softcover formats too. So it's a very inspirational and empowering book. And we've got to number one bestseller in four different categories across three countries, which is, oh my God, this is mm. really happening. It's very surreal. That is, that, congratulations. That is so phenomenal. And I understand the women who contributed their stories, they were from four different continents. Absolutely. I mean, I had some wonderful wonderful uh, women in my network already all of us are spiritual teachers and we're all doing our work out in the world in in different ways so I basically it, it really only took me about a week to put together the 16 co-authors for the book the rest and the book itself was written in the space of four months then what came after that that was a long and very convoluted journey but it, it was also a necessary period for me to grow to grow into roles of leadership and to really be a hundred percent in alignment with the, the messages in my book to be absolutely 100% authentic as it was for every single co-author we all went through major major transformational life shifts after we'd written the the book mm. you know so yes it's been a very interesting journey right so that could be the uh, subject of the second book <laughs> exactly yes you know the, the journey in writing the book that's a whole other whole other story but yeah it was very much about not everything being easy because it most definitely wasn't but it was very much about okay well I would get to a point where I get completely stuck and I'd be trying to figure it out and struggle, you know, with my ego mind to create the solution. And then I'd say, Michelle, what are you doing? Mm. You know, <laughs> um, go into that, that meditative space and ask the angels, okay, I don't know what to do here. Please help me, step me through this. Give me a divinely aligned action step to take today to help me to move forward with this and that's exactly what happened it's very much about you know that old saying how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time so one step at a time and that's how I got through it and you know all those other issues that uh, happened along the way uh, which we don't need to go into all the background stuff it was you know, just seeking the angel guidance, stepping out of the way and allowing a higher solution. And that is such a beautiful example, Michelle, of 
allowing that uh, divine guidance to come in. And as we are here in the physical realm, we can express that guidance in the way and in the manner that's um, in divinely inspired. And so continually asking for that aligned action step with divine intent, I mean, that's the sweet spot, right? <laughs> oh, absolutely. And on a very practical level too, it gets you out of so much stress and worry and anxiety because you don't have a million different options going around inside your head that you're agonizing over which direction should I take? What should I do now? Just go into that quiet space and you know go into that place of prayer and meditation and ask hand over the problem to the higher realms and ask for it to be resolved at a higher level ask for the guidance as to what is the next practical step for you to take and it makes things so much more streamlined instead of being there spinning your wheels in frustration and worry and anxiety right right okay well i'm going to do that because i have several projects that have been causing me that frustration and anxiety <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for that advice. I really do appreciate it. Well, we're getting close to the end. Um, is there a special that you're promoting right now for listeners on the Heart Dancing Radio Show? Yeah, look, I'd like to offer um, everybody on the call something. Um, the first 10 listeners who register will get uh, an opportunity to have a 30-minute free energy scan and angel healing with me. And everybody listening on the call will get the opportunity to have the first chapter from my book, which is actually my chapter, and it talks about dealing with layers of, of fear to move forward and to make a bigger difference in the world, which was the topic that the angels gave me to, to write about as well so people can connect to receive the gift on um, my heal the healer website which is heal h-e-a-l dash the dash healer.com forward slash gift all right well thank you so much that is so generous of you to offer the uh, for the first 10 listeners the 30-minute energetic scan and uh, the first chapter of your book so thank you so much and and everybody gets a chapter of the book too and then everyone does get a chapter of the book yes but yep. just the chance to to be able to work with you that is worth um, that is worth that's priceless <laughs> oh, thank you and it's, it's it's a lot better to try to explain to people how I work because it's very unique and just allowing people to experience it. You know, they'll see whether that's something that they really resonate with or, you know, it's not for them and that's okay. Right. But at least they can try it and experience it for themselves. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good. Thank you, Michelle. That is so generous of you. And I can't believe our time is up. <laughs> yeah, that went really quickly. It seems like 10 minutes. I know. I know. Well, I'll just have to have you back on. So. Yeah, oh, yeah. Hey, anytime. <laughs> okay. Is there one short thing you would like to have um, our listeners take away from this session before I... Um, say goodbye okay well just to reiterate what we've mentioned in the session that angelic guidance is available to everyone and all you need to do is ask for help and guidance with an open heart and you're not deflecting the angels away from more important tasks as, as their energy is everywhere at once uh, taking the time to develop a relationship with your angels and guides is one of the most empowering things you can do in your life because it can reduce your stress levels immensely when you stop trying to figure problems out with your ego mind and just instead seek out the higher guidance to receive higher vibration solutions to the problem. So that's my parting thought. 
Yes, what a, what an empowering thought. Thank you so much, Michelle. We have been listening, you have been on, excuse me, the Heart Dancing Radio Show, where we have guests like Michelle, Michelle Mayer, who embraces the divine and encourages everyone else to do the same. So thank you for being with me. Thank you for dancing with me on the airwaves. And I wish you a very good day. You've been listening to the Heart Dancing Radio Show, where we learn to dance with our hearts, not our heads. And remember, you're now part of the tribe. Be sure and tell your friends about the magic that happens here. Uh, Heart Dancing, it's the only way to live.